Dog Nation Podcast, episode 44. fans it's dog cast it's the dog nation podcast episode number 44 broadcasting the global service the worldwide dog nation broadcast coming to you with episode 44 me and old dog bringing it to you live from the bunker talk to me old dog what's up man man it's good to be here and actually i'm out of the bunker it's a beautiful day bright and sunny about 73 74 degrees it is a great day get a little Get a little sun on my pasty white skin. <laughs> you need some sun, you Casper the ain't friendly no, ghost. Ain't no doubt about it. Hey, well, let's talk a little bit about football, man, because there's not but a little bit to talk about. You know, we actually got an email this week from one of the guys, uh, a listener up in Tennessee, a super fan, who said that he can't believe we're even really covering spring practice like we are because there's really just nothing that happens in spring practice. <laughs> But well, and I mean, my you know, my only comment to that is, if we weren't doing this, we'd probably be talking about women's basketball or gymnastics or diving. Oh, you Who know, the world wants to hear that. There's lots of stuff going on with women's basketball. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not even right. going to bring that up. Who wants to hear that? I think they'd probably rather hear about punters and kickers. <laughs> Damn right. Well, let's see. You know, there's just not much to figure out. Until the G-Day game's over, there's nothing going to happen. All we're looking for is injuries. Right now, guys, we're good on the injury front. We haven't had any further injuries. we got a lot of guys like Trey and Holden, those kind of guys, practicing in green jerseys, but nobody's really injured. We haven't lost anybody. Nobody's hurt badly. We haven't lost anybody to injury bugs right now, and I think that's a great thing so far through spring. Um, Coach Rick had some good oh. things to say about Joe Tereshinsky the other day. You know, Joe Tereshinsky is hanging on to that top spot pretty firmly. What do you think about well, that? You, well, I think you and the newspapers and everyone else making a little bit more about it than it really is. I mean, Joe T, unless he throws a ball and his right arm falls off and follows the ball, is going to be number one on the depth chart. And, you know, no head coach in the world is going to say, well, you know, He's number one, but he kind of sucks, and we'll probably replace him. Uh, you know, I would guess he's probably going to be the starting quarterback for the first game, maybe the second. I think we'll see probably Stafford, but, you know, who knows, you know, do some mop-up action. And quite frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if Tereshinsky lets down a little bit mm-hmm. or, one, or one of these other guys shines in a mop-up situation yeah. that you wouldn't see – you know, a little bit of activity, maybe about that third or fourth game. So you're you know thinking I mean? most, you're thinking Coach Rick might ball. throw Joe T a uh, bone for the first couple of games, maybe because you know he said the other day in an interview I was sitting in on, he said that he might not have the quarterback situation settled even at the kickoff of the Western Kentucky game. You know, until after the Kentucky game, Western Kentucky. So you're thinking wow. it might be possible he lets Joe T start the first game of the year as kind of a bone to him, you know. But well, then, and, and no, no doubt about that. And I mean, you know, even after after spring and fall practice, 
I mean, Tarasinski's going to be way ahead of the pack, you know, on knowing the offense, sure. running things. And, and, you know, he's not the kind of kid that makes a mistake. I mean, you know, he's going back in the Florida game. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're not going to find a player on the team that wants to be a dog more than he does right. and wants to play more than he does. And, I mean, he's a – you know, he's an adequate guy. Mm-hmm. He's just probably not as talented, uh, you know, in the skills of some of these other guys. And, right. you know, you got to remember back to it, although it was a different coaching regime, but, uh, you know, damn, we had Jeff Popper as a starter when Buck Ballou was on the bench. Damn right. I remember that. I, and, I do remember that. And, you that. know, occasionally, you know, and occasionally Buck would need to come in and, uh, you know, win a game, then they'd sit his ass down again. Exactly. Well, so you know, I mean, that's that's the way it goes, and you know, certainly that's the way it's going to go this year, and and especially with Tereshinsky. I mean, you've got to give the kid respect. I mean, he has hung in there for you know five years. He's done everything that the program's ever asked him to do. You know, he's been the long snapper. He's been the and, and he may again this year. Uh, you know, he's done. He's you know been the personal protector. He's played quarterback. You know, he's just wanted to get on the field. I'm telling and, you, his dad you know, is a great bulldog, and his dad's dad was a great bulldog, and he has definitely got the genes, and he will go down. I mean, everybody's going to remember him. Everybody's going to remember the kind of heart and character and what a great, just a great guy and a great kid he is. I mean, he's he's a really an asset to the program, the kind of guy you want to see on the field, versus a guy like Marcus Vick up at um, – you know, com- contrast a guy like Joe Three Sticks to a guy like Marcus Vick up at VTech. You know what I mean? No, no comparison. There is, yeah, no they're comparison. not even playing the same kind of game, man. They're not even the same. They're, it's, you, there's, they have nothing in common whatsoever. But there's um, no comparison to the programs. You're right. One has a rich, one has a rich tradition. And one's a bunch a of damn gangsters. Years and, and you know, one's a bunch of gangsters that are out of control. Exactly. That's what you get in the that's what you get in the ACC. Damn right you do. That's exactly right. From Miami to Tallahassee, it's all the same story, man. All the way up to that's Vicksburg. it, baby. Hey, listen. All the way up to Blacksburg. You got it. Let's uh let's move on a little bit. You know, um, I want to tell the guys, uh, tell the listeners, we're not going to be uh, we're taking our annual Memorial Lewis Grizzard commemorative trip to Myrtle Beach this week, old dog. I know you're looking forward to it. And uh, we're doing our Lewis Grizzard commemorative trip this week, so we won't be doing any shows. We're actually going to be recording some shows live on the road, but we won't be posting any new shows. We won't have any access to the website, so nothing's going to change from the posting of this show until a week from today, next Friday, when I get to, when I get back to the bunker and start posting the shows that we recorded while we were on vacation at the beach. So um, we're going to have some stuff. We're going to do some things for you while we're out on the road, try to do some fun stuff. But there won't be any new shows until at least next Friday, guys. So this is it for the week. Um, we will be covering the scrimmage, though. We, will, we, of course, will be covering the program. Our minions, our reporters are everywhere. And if anything happens on the police blotter or the injury front, we will be there to let you know about it. Um, old Dog, you've got a couple of interviews lined up after the G-Day game. You want to tell them about those? Yeah, I'm going to throw a little teaser out on one of them. Uh, You know, after the G-Day game, you know, before fall practice starts, there's really, you know, not a whole lot going on. And to keep Derek from talking about women's gymnastics. You know, they're ranked number one in the country. Yeah, that's right. And I think (laughs) what we will probably do is our first interview is going to be, and we can throw this out, email us if you think you know the answer. On the 1980 championship team, that beat Notre Dame in New Orleans 
in the Superdome, we are going to have an interview with the only starting offensive lineman that did not go pro. <laughs> and that's the question. Who is the that's interview the subject? Who was that man? Who was that man? And we're going to interview that guy, and we've got one other interview lined up. Both of them are going to be surprises. It's going to help us get through the summertime when we get to that little lull after the G-Day game. we got lots of stuff you know, we're going to try to do over the summer, including our nonviolent protest of the new tailgating rules. We've got, all, we've got a copy of the rules, and we've got all the ins and outs of the new tailgating rules that you guys are going to need to know about to prepare for next fall. The Dog Nation podcast is here for you with all the information that you need to know. If we don't cover it, you don't need to know it, baby. Um, old Dog, I got, I got a report a straight out of the heart of the frontier land uh, from uh, the orange state uh, above us from Tennessee. I've got an email to read to you. This guy is a super fan um, up in Knoxville, and his dad is a huge UT fan, talking about how U- how Tennessee is going to kick ass in the SEC this year. And oh, every, this is going to be their big comeback year, man. They got the great quarterback, Jonathan Crompton, up there. And this guy's telling me he's seen Crompton play, and Crompton ain't got it. And he's, he's just sick of UT. He's sick of the color orange. He's sick of Rocky Top. He's sick of volunteers. Fat Phil, Krispy Kreme, he's sick of all of it, and he can't wait till we kick Tennessee's butt this year. So um, that's our report from what's going on up there in volunteer land. They're pinning all their hopes on Jonathan Crompton as the next coming of uh, Peyton Manning up there, you know. So well, that's um, good. I hope that's not all they've got. I hope, for their sake, they've got something more than Jonathan Crompton. How about this USC doubling down in the NIT? I know you're excited about USC winning the NIT basketball tournament two years in a row, uh, old dog. What have you got to say about that? That's a big deal up there in Gamecock country. Well, I, I think it's a little interesting, and I've actually heard a couple of them brag that this is like, they're like the first back-to-back winner of the NIT in, what, 60 years or so? Yeah, I knew you'd and want to congratulate only, all of our secret Gamecock and there have only been And there have only been two teams that have ever done that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought of a little parable that I'm going to throw out on that. Okay. Uh, you know, because because we are, you know, getting real close to April and Easter and everything. And, of course, probably the greatest golf event in the world happens in April, and that would be the Masters Golf Tournament in Augusta, Georgia. Absolutely. And, and something else, though, that a lot of people don't realize because it's not televised, there's also a PGA event that goes on the same weekend as the Masters. Right, and, but nobody knows about it because it's overshadowed by the that, Masters. Of course, and the champion of that PGA event is never there the next year to defend the championship. Right. And the reason being is by winning a tournament, he gets an invitation to the Masters. Exactly. So I think, so I think most of the listeners here can see the analogy that I'm bringing between <laughs> winning that PGA event and winning the NIT tournament back-to-back. Winning the NIT over and over and over is not really that great of a damn thing. That is, is, that is not going to keep a coach's job, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you got that right. So, uh, Gamecock fans, you still suck, and we still hate you, but, and we don't care if but, you won the NIT do, twice. Two but we do need to throw out a big congratulations to them because that is the type of thing that they will latch on to. And, you know, this actually could become a bigger thing than winning the CarQuest Bowl. 
Oh, oh yeah, I'm telling you, it definitely overshadows the CarQuest victory as uh, their primary, you know, athletic <laughs> accomplishment for the university. They've now, I mean, you know, that's the biggest thing that's ever happened in South Carolina history. They've won the NIT two years in a row. How about that, back baby? Back-to-back back NIT championships. Dog fans, I know that's the kind of thing you get excited about out there in Dogland. That, I mean, really. You know, it's just uh, indicative of the program, what they got going on up there in Columbia. They get excited about that kind of crap. Old dog, let's see, uh, what else is on the docket? Nobody's hurt. Nobody got arrested. We got a scrimmage coming up on Monday that we'll be covering for you. We'll get back to you with a fresh show next Friday. And um, that's really about it, old dog. I I don't have much else, man. Um, We're going to have a drink for Louis Cazard over the weekend. What else have you got, man? Man, that's about it. Just looking forward to getting, uh, you know, getting out of the bunker, heading up to the beach, you know, laying my fat ass out there on the beach, getting a little sun, and uh, we'll take it from there. Somebody email in the answer to our trivia question before the interview, before we post the interview, and you'll get wow. two, you'll get two free bumper stickers in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even if you're wrong. Even if you're wrong, I'll send you some bumper stickers. I'm bumper sticker mailing crazy right now. I'm mailing them to Texas and Virginia and all over the place. They're going to Florida sure you and get Washington. One. Make sure you get one in the mail, the frosty dog, to put on the back of his uh, dog sled. It's freaking snowmobile down in Antarctica, Palmer Station. Um, dog fans, as always, call us at 706-534-1516. You can email us at dogcast at gmail.com. We've just about got the new website ready to roll out, guys. We're working on that with the guys there at SEC Podcast Network. And uh, we appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening. Call us with your comments, ideas for shows, things you want us to find out. If you've got a question you want answered, let us know. We'll get the answer for you. Uh, old dog, you got anything else? Uh, that's about it. The only thing I did want to throw out for the fans of Smooth, uh, you know, normally he's just with us through the football season, mm-hmm. but he's also going to make the trip over there to Myrtle Beach for a day or so. So, oh. uh, you know, we may have some may have some smooth comments, maybe a little prognostication on who he's thinking about going to be, uh, you know, going to be in the hunt this year. Yeah, I tell you, maybe he can give us his top twenty or something. You know, and maybe, uh, maybe give us an early smooth pick of the week. Something. You know, <laughs> yeah, who knows? for week one, who knows, man? The smooth pick of the week. All right, yeah. dog fans, that's it from the bunker, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate your support. We'll talk to you next Friday. Hunker down. Yo, 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 what's up, man? Dog Nation, what's up, yo? It's been a hot minute since I've been on here. You know, I've had some stuff going on, but we ain't even going to get into all that. You guys keep doing your thing. You guys are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I heard about that cease and desist thing. We won't talk about that because we know who might be listening. Anyways, you guys are getting bigger and better. I hope everything keeps going down like you guys have been doing. It's getting real big. It's getting bananas, all that other good stuff. Yo, for all you listeners out there, I know you guys were asking to have Yankee Eye back. He's back. But where are you guys? I don't hear you guys calling at all. Holla at me. Hey, guys. Eric in D.C. Uh, I enjoyed uh, Old Dog's new theme song. I think that should be uh, played at the end of every show. And uh, are you guys seriously taking, uh, you know, seriously looking at spring practice and taking, like, good notes from it and thinking that's going to change the depth of the chart? Uh, I, I think a lot of what you're seeing right now is just everybody's trying to jockey the position. I think the real stuff will come in 
in the summer when we start playing uh, two days and stuff like that. All right, guys, uh, have a good week. Sponsored by Chili's. Hurry in for Chili's new sizzling spice selections. Come on, live a little.